Darren Garrahy, and you're listening to Darren and Friends, a brand new podcast that I am so unbelievably excited about. This is something I've been thinking about, mulling over, planning, teasing for a few months now. And I'm so glad to finally be here and for it to be kicking off. Now, you may be a listener of the Last of Your Life podcast, my other baby, my other love, which started in 2019 and has grown into something that is bigger than I could have ever expected or imagined. But I wanted to create a space where I could be completely honest, open, have the same amount of crack that I have with the last of your life, but in a way where, let's face it, and let's just be honest about it, I'm a bit more involved because I just felt like I needed that. Let me do a little bit of a rewind, a bit of history on how it all started for me. In 2016, I started out on Snapchat. I created an account. I started to have fun with the app. And before I knew it, I had amassed a following of, at its peak, I think around 90,000. So every single day, I was engaging with followers and lovely people from across Ireland and abroad. I mean, Irish people abroad, I'm not, I'm not trying to say. I'm not trying to say I'm internationally famous, okay? I'm just saying expats would watch my stuff. And I created this, I suppose, community from that and went on to do radio in Spoon 1038 and then on to 2FM, The Breakfast Show with Donica and Carl, who I love so dearly. And bit of Dancing with the Stars, bit of the Deer and Pro- Okay, this is just a list of me. This isn't me boasting. I'm just doing a little bit of, little bit of history. Um, because I want to explain why I've got to this point or how I've got to this point. Along the way, it's all been so busy. It's been so amazing. And I'm so grateful for that. But I also feel like I've lost a little bit of wanting to share my everyday with the people that have supported me from the get-go. It's just been a wild ride And I've got to a point where all I want to do is have conversations with people that I love, get along with, laugh with, in a way that's not formatted. And so, Darren and Friends was born. We would love you to engage with the show in every way you can. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast to get weekly episodes every week straight into your feed on a Monday. And you can see video clips of the show on my Instagram and TikTok every few days as well. On today's episode, we'll be checking in on the state of play on dating apps with Pamela Joyce. In what Did world you, would you respond to that and be like, come on over? It's like, what? Yeah. Like, a part of you loved that. No, Pam. no, that one's too far. And completely ignoring the advice of your friends in the pursuit of love. They all, by the way, warn you off me. Nice one, girls. Nice one. <laughs> they all of them, the 100% strike rate of don't go near him. I am so delighted to tell you that Theron and Friends is brought to you by our good friends FNF Fashion at Tesco. Think of it as your one-stop shop this summer season with versatile pieces and wardrobe essentials to dress the entire family. Now, as Eugene Garrahy has ever so subtly been dropping hints about, it's Father's Day this Sunday and great news, it's 25% off men's clothing in FNF stores right now. How fabulous. Excluding accessories, flip-flops and watches, by the way. To qualify, all you need to do is present your club card or app at the till and the offer is valid all this week, up to and including Father's Day, June 18th, when it ends. So even if you're a last-minute shopper on Sunday, FNF have you covered, sorted. Eugene will be thrilled. Kickstart summer with a fresh new look from FNF Fashion at Tesco. All right, let's kick this off. It's time to hear from Pam. How are the apps looking these days? Abysmal. It's, Pam, no, I feel like this is your go-to answer, and you don't not, actually believe it. No, they're worse than they've ever been. Okay, talk to me. It's. I, I think it's a COVID thing. Right. So during COVID, there was loads of really, really hot men on the apps. Obviously, you couldn't meet them, but you could chat to them, send a tip pic, whatever. And then, I'm joking. Don't send nudes. It's not a good idea. But 
I think then we came out of COVID and they all just got snapped up straight away. Right. So now it is the dregs, the bottom of the barrel, which leads me to believe I'm the female equivalent, which is the female bottom of the barrel. Don't ever say that again. Um, But I do feel like, and this is my opinion as a professional psychologist, that men have (laughs) been overexposed to beautiful women. So there's Irish men who are seeing supermodels and like really amazing women on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And they're seeing these gorgeous women on Bumble and Hinge and whatever you're having. Ray won't let me on, so I wouldn't know. I'm not famous enough. Um, And I couldn't get into Ray either. Oh, for the two seconds you're single, is it? That must have been tough. (laughs) Seven years. Um, What is the criteria for Ray? Because I was fuming at the time. Yeah, I don't even know. A lot of people on it aren't actually famous. Yeah. It's just people, rich people. Yeah, hot people. People with a profile. And I take all those boxes. Um, so it doesn't make sense. So <laughs> these men are being overexposed to these really beautiful women thinking that's the beauty standard. Yeah. And then you look at the men themselves and they have two photos on their profile. One is them in a Liverpool jersey holding a bottle of Miller and the other one is a tractor. And you're just like... <laughs> Like, the second picture is just a, just tractor. a tractor or like <laughs> a sheep or I'm like love agriculture but that's not you um so just I, I feel I feel people don't have a rein on their standards and you know I'm all about you know it's your personality whatever yeah but the fours are out there thinking they're nines the and fours are out there believing that, that they're, they're nines. nines and that they can get a nine yeah and it's just not adding up it's not adding up. No. And then you you then get past that and you say, right, I'll give him a go. I'll see what the crack is. And it's like talking to a wall. <laughs> if I get one more, hey, how was your day, smiley face? I will throw my phone at the wall. Okay, so what what do people have to say then? Because I'm like, I just feel like, oh, it's so easy to get the ick no matter what they say. Oh, yeah. No if, matter what they say. If they open with a gif, unmatch. If they say... <laughs> <laughs> it's true oh god who opens with yeah. what kind of gift like so a good, hey, good looking they'll, they'll send you um, a polar bear gift this is a classic and you write back you do every time just to you know boost their ego you go question mark question mark and then say oh it was just an icebreaker no good luck horrific goodbye this is a polar bear <laughs> unmatch send it to the ether never to be seen again if you send me a hey how was your day smiley face you're gone uh, what right. just too boring too boring yeah, dull I don't want to talk about my day I don't know you You don't. Me- I actually don't care how your day was because yeah. I don't know you Yeah. respectfully um, if you send me a great pic gone like they will comment on a photo and say great pic flame emoji gone see ya <laughs> ew you need to pull me in pull me you in you need to psychologically abuse me in the first message or I'm not interested <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need to knock me down a bit or I'm not into it isn't it awful? So maybe I should probably go to therapy. <laughs> but it's just... And then some of the messages aren't good. Do you want to hear some? Yes! Okay. Oh my God, show me. <laughs> is this Hinge or Tinder or where? Uh, Bumble and Hinge. Bumble and Hinge. Yeah. Is Tinder kind of done? Tinder is kind of like a, a hookup app these days. Is it? I feel... And it's, it's a bit younger. I feel like Tinder is for college people. She says as she grabs her breast. <laughs> um... I think, yeah, Tinder I'm finished with personally. Okay. And then Bumble and Hinder finished with me. So, it's very right. So, uh, right, let's see. Um, also, sorry, back on the profile thing. Yeah. Being into coffee and liking hiking 
not a personality. Every <laughs> single profile. Into coffee. Yeah, love coffee, going for a stroll on a Sunday. No, like no. I don't want that. No. It's not the life I signed up for. Um, so one thing that I saw was, I think I said this during the live show. Yes. The most important curve on a woman's body is her smile. Good luck. If you if you think that I believe that you believe that. Yeah, that's what who, it is. Who are you tricking? Like, you match me because of my tits. Don't try and pretend that it's my smile. Um, I'm looking for <clears throat> big, fun, smiley, curious, sexy legend who wears their heart on their sleeve and burns holes in dance floors. Dis you? No, it's not me. It's dis? Dis you. you. And I think there was a cowboy emoji afterwards. Oh, Yuck. No. And then my personal favorite, this is... This is pretty out there. And this might take a few moments to register. Mm. <clears throat> Someone wrote to me, responded to one of my photographs and said, I'd leave that face like a painter's radio. The lads go, oh God. <laughs> and it took me a while. I was like, a painter's radio. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Like in what world you- would you respond to that and be like, come on over, paint my walls. Like... What? Yeah. Like, part of you loved that. No, man. no, that one's too far. Okay, so what's Telling the... me that a stranger on the internet wants to jizz in my face. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I'll take a hi, how was your day, in lieu of that. Okay, do you know what annoys me these days? And I feel like you might agree. Obviously, there's, there's real overuse of the word ick. Yep. But what's so annoying for me is people don't, people are getting ick wrong. They're using it wrong. So They're wrong. They're using it wrong. Do you agree? Yeah, what's your example of a wrong ick? Okay, my definition of ick is it's a feeling mm-hmm. you get and you can only explain it that it's it's this feel it doesn't matter what they've done it's irreversible it's irreversible but also it's not a gross it's like oh biting their toenails is an ick of course that's a fucking that's ick disgusting. it's disgusting but it, it's the it's the things like the best one that I ever received on Instagram was a guy gave a girl the ick because he had a permanent TSB card <laughs> Yes. Perfect ick. The ick. Perfect ick. You can't explain it. No. But the reason so for me the ick is, okay, that that little thing is the thing that made you go, no, good luck. I can't live with that. But you weren't into them anyway. It's just that the trigger. The ick is the trigger, the thing that pushes over the edge. Yeah. Yeah. So like Would you agree? I would use that like if there is someone I'm pining after. (laughs) Yeah. And they're not into me, which is quite rare. Um, I will imagine an ick in my head imagine them doing that yeah and then it helps me move on yes so Roisin Riley our friend yes uh, came up with one where and it works every time you think about him sitting in a six seater taxi on his own <laughs> just in the back of a six seater holding on for a little bar and every time I, I'm tempted to text this one person. I'm like, six-seater, six-seater, six-seater. Okay, gone, done. See, they're the ones that are yeah. good. I hate when people are like, oh my God. He, you know, yeah. talks to his mom too much. Yeah. Like, okay, it can be an ick, but like... That's not ick, though. No. No, that's you just don't like that about him. Yeah. Ick is something you don't come back from. The, it's game over. A very good one. I think it might have done the rounds, but I, I do always think it because it's very funny. A girl got the ick. Because <laughs> a guy was trying to merge... Onto the motorway. And get in. And couldn't get in. I would, and she was in the passenger seat. And no. He was really bad at trying to like 
salute the people to let them in. Back yourself. Just go. No, I would open the passenger door and just roll out. I'm gone. <laughs> Ew. I'll take a head injury over the ick. Sick. I think it's our duty to keep redefining the ick because it's gone, it's gone off the charts how wrong people are getting. You're right. Let's put down the legislation now. Yeah. This is it. Let's do this. Eating with his head really close to the plate. <laughs> Like caveman. Caveman vibes. But I did see a thing once that women bring their food to their mouths and men bring their mouths to the food. Oh my God, so that's, that's so it true. Yeah, so like we're dainty and we have etiquette. Yeah. And we do it properly. Oh, or they men don't. Just go, mm. the, I think the more unreasonable the ick, the better. The better, 100%. I got the ick because it was lashing rain and the lad brought an umbrella. <laughs> a man with an umbrella is just, no. Printing off the boarding pass instead of using his phone. Oh, no, that's that's it. That's sexy. That is no sexy. That is porn. Why? Oh my god! Prepare, pre- fail to prepare. Prepare to fail. Oh, what if your battery goes? What if you leave your phone at airport but security? Is the risk not sexier? I'm not looking for a bad boy. <laughs> okay. If you if you want to have a motorbike and have your fo- your boarding pass on your phone, that's your prerogative. Um, I want it. I want it printed. I want it in a poly pocket. <laughs> I want everything printed. Uh, holding his arm after his vaccine. <laughs> Yes. I love it. This one is probably a firm favourite of mine. And we'll, we'll leave it on this one. On a date, I randomly thought of the guy lowering himself into the bath. <laughs> no sense. Just be like, no, gone. And there she goes. In the words of Stormzy, I hate to see her leave, but I love to see the back of her. Anyway, next item on the agenda. We need to move along. Oh, Paddy's laughing. Producer <laughs> Paddy, everyone. Welcome, Producer Paddy. Hey, Dern. Woo! The shake hey, clap. Yeah. If you're a listener of We're all here all We're the all here The gang's all here Gang's there. all here um, If you're a listener Of The Last of Your Life You will have From the get-go Heard a certain person Bursting out laughing uh, For many episodes That's always been Shane mm-hmm. Right Shane? Give us a little whoop There he is uh, Producer Paddy though In in recent seasons You've been fairly loud as well With yeah. the whooping and hollering You can kind of like you, Even sometimes I'm like Is that me laughing Or is it Shane laughing Like we're all there In the background there Chortling and chuckling away but, Yes uh, which is very supportive. Are you, do you feel a bit like nervous about this? Yeah, bit? I am. This is like kind of like your introduction of Bay to the world, really. Like, is it? Well, Bay was introduced Sorry, to the world back through in, Instagram. Through Instagram back in December. So yeah, there's yeah. been pictures and like videos or whatever, but like, yeah. not. There's been no official like interviewee style anything that we've done together. So it's a little bit scary. But that's the whole point of there and friends. We're just we're keeping it real, and it's a space to. You know, share parts of my life that I wouldn't usually share via social media. This week when you came in, like, and you, we sat you in here and the two of you looked at each other. And it was that moment where you were like, are we just going to, like, <laughs> lay everything out here? Like, you know, because, yeah, and obviously you have not spoken beforehand. Like, you don't, you don't rehearse this kind of chat. Oh, no, God, no. Where you're kind of laying it all out and you're going through, like, picking over the bones. It's like, who did what? Yeah. When? Where? And, like, you've kind of, we've heard, myself, Shane and Colm, like we heard the story before like yeah. you told us the story about the night <laughs> the infamous <laughs> slash famous whatever you're having yourself the night that he he brought you to this this gig yeah did he bring me we'll did, find it uh, yeah 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 it's kind of up in the air yeah. so like this would be the kind of like if you get married sorry when you get married <laughs> and you have kids you'll be telling the kids about this and the grandkids <laughs> and they'll be like ah and he'll be telling his side of it and you'll be anyway yeah but so it was fun it, it was, was fun yeah have a listen. Okay, I suppose we better 
we should probably get into the story of how we met. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like also people are very interested in how we met. Ever since the first time I posted you on Instagram, which was at Christmas time. Yeah. I think it was actually my birthday, December the 16th. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you didn't say happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. December the 16th, I posted you on my Instagram with yeah. the soft launch, whatever. And somebody replied to my story, but they did that thing where they were obviously meant, they were meaning to send it to one of their friends. The worst. It's the worst thing ever. And I, I sort of knew this person. And she just goes, Christ, they're going to be like a deals version of Spencer and Vogue. <laughs> Not wrong. But like, I'm the least successful out of all three of you, four of you, four of us. Damn. There you go. That's the deals version. If this was them, they would have had a fucking rehearsed. So anyway, people obviously want to know how we met. Yes. So your cousin, John John, is a producer in 2FM. Yes. He was producing The Breakfast Show back in October. So anyway, he was in doing his thing. And do you want to do the John John impression? No, because nobody listening knows my cousin. It's, it's such impression. a new, it's such a niche impression, impression that they've got nothing to hold it up against. It's basically you, but, could, but with wider eyes and a kind of hand I gesture. I could do anything and they go, well, that could be a good impression of John John. I don't know. Like Does he have it. glasses? Is he in a wheelchair? Does he walk around on stilts? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, Greta Thunberg, I will say this. She's a very nice girl, right? But at, at that age, what else? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, look, I'll be the first to say I don't know anything about Greta Thunberg, but here's nine minutes on her. He doesn't have an issue with Greta Thunberg, by the way. <laughs> so he was producing the show yes. uh, one morning and he, we were, you know, shooting the breeze. What are you doing for the weekend? Whatever. And he said, oh, I'm going to my cousin's uh, comedy gig. I was like, oh, cool. Who's your cousin? And he said, Mark Megan. I was like, that name rings a bell. This fucking charade of you not knowing <laughs> is just exhausting. Oh, that name. Oh, I knew I parked here somewhere. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, like the pervert found in the women's fucking underwear <laughs> section. What? The cantaloupe, I swear. Come on, Victor. Do you know what I mean? We know what you're doing, Victor. Fondling the fucking G's... Not the G-spots. Still looking for those. G-strings. Nevertheless, Victor, you... Oh, uh, Megan, I think I know... You fucking... We can get into it, so go on. Okay, so I was like, yeah, I think I recollect this name. So... The woman at the end of the notebook. Mark. This rings a bell. So anyway, I go onto Instagram and I was like, I haven't thought of that lad in years. Because um, obviously, obviously you're the guy who, you did viral videos back in the Facebook days. But I was doing a thing about South Dublin people who go down to British Bay and have yeah. these, uh, as I call them, caravans. And I was just talking about how the fucking exception that these people take to you referring to them as, it's not a caravan. It's not a caravan. Undoubtedly. It's a, it's a mobile home. It doesn't have wheels. There's all of us going down. There's two rooms, three bathrooms. Do you know what I mean? The bathroom, by the way, has the water pressure of a fucking Evian bottle. More than, more than a Kleenex goes down the jacks in one of those things. That's the end of that. Nobody's using the loo for weeks. So that was particularly funny and I just thought it was very funny. Thank you. So I replied a laugh emoji. Brilliant, yeah. Which, by the way, is effectively like launching a dildo into my DMs. Do you know what I mean? Let's not get what? it twisted. Sorry, why a dildo? Oh, I mean... <laughs> nevertheless. <laughs> nevertheless, um, you launched a smiley face into my 
DMs, which is the sort of, it's the female equivalent of when like a man replies. The guy thing to do is to like, to reply to the girl's story and go, oh, where is that restaurant? (laughs) That's the real jock thing. Right, okay. Jocks don't know how to converse. (laughs) So they just go, where's that restaurant? (laughs) If they're on holidays. Oh, look, wouldn't mind going there myself. It's in Valladolobo. You are there. We're all here. That's all we ever do. All of us exist here forever. Anyway, you launched the smiley face into my DMs. Yeah. I immediately screenshot it. Of course, a famous girl comes into your DMs. Who did you send it to? Never, not relevant. Who did you send it to? My friend Stuart, who lives in Sweden. And oh, I don't mind And my friend Michael, Stuart. who lives down the road. I don't mind Stuart, don't mind Michael. Was there anyone else? Uh, no. Mark? No, I don't think there was. <laughs> there is probably The close 20. friends on Insta. Should I? Question mark. <laughs> Like, oh, brilliant. Oh, you're a misogynist now. You're a foul pig. We're sleeping in separate beds. We can't. It's a one-bed apartment we live in, so. There's your scoop. Evoke, she's moved in with me. <laughs> oh, Darren Gara, his boyfriend. It's Mark fucking Megan. Local funny man seen picture with Darren Garrahy. Darren Garrahy's comedic chubby pal. Like, do you know what I mean? I existed before Darren fucking Garrahy. So... We were messaging. It yeah. was time to take it to the next level. Yeah, uh, so, um, so I'm going to the gig. So you're coming to the gig. I'm I re- tell my friends. You what tell do your I friends. Wear? They all, by the way, warn you off me. Nice one, girls. Nice one. <laughs> so. Look at Apparently fuckboy vibes, which is mental. <laughs> they all of them. The 100% strike rate of don't go near him. But what were the fuckboy vibes? Tell me that. Please tell me and tell your listeners and tell other men listening. <laughs> what is a fuckboy? Like, what is actual fuckboy vibes in your eyes? That you're going to fuck me over. Like, because you're good looking, talented, funny, confident. And you were, like, not afraid to, like, just go straight in with the voice notes and stuff like that. That was the vibe. Yeah. So they were like, be careful. Okay. Which they have to do. It's their job. But I thought you were, like... But I have a good, I have a good radar for this. You do. And I was like, I think this is, I think you're overreacting. I think you need to let me live. And they were like, okay, well, we'll pick up the pieces mm. when we need to. So I was like, okay. So sent them uh, outfit ideas for going to your gig on my own, which sorry, by the way, like the absolute balls of me, if I say so myself. Like really impressive. But again, in my own, only defense on that is that because of the RTE thing, I didn't know who was going. You know, I thought, because I knew that you were going with some, like my cousin who's a colleague. I knew John John was going. So I was like, at least I can sit beside John John. Anyway, I crossed the city on a wet October evening in my little teeny tiny miniskirt. The show went well. Brilliant. Finished it. Standing OV. I was delighted. Yes. I went backstage for a quick debrief with my my friend, drank some water, and then I go out to meet people. Yeah. So you go out to meet people. And yeah. people wanted to get photos with you. Yes. In the meantime, three lovely girls who were in the crowd had spotted that I was there. And they came over to say hello. They're like, Darren, Gary, how's it going? Whatever. And uh, chatted away to them. They said, can we get a picture? I was like, absolutely. Got a photo with them. Bearing in mind, this is the moment where like, we're about to meet. Yeah. So I'm like half talking to them, half like spotting where you are. You come out, you're getting photos with other people. Yeah. So I walked out and my cousin was there with another guy from RTE. And you're there and you're inexplicably got your back to me because you're sort of... I'm you know, chatting to those nice girls. You sort of hunt to get recognised, right? That's I think that'd be smart. fair to say. Don't I think say that that'd that. be fair. Like, when you go to supermarkets, you'd be like, hello, Darren, Garrahy. Brilliant. 
Yeah, Eugene and Claire, Gary, it's me, Darren, Gary, your daughter. <laughs> Everywhere we go. You're so Hi, annoying. can I get a, a table for two? Sorry, we don't actually, it's Woody's. You don't need to. Darren Garrahy. <laughs> the garden sets are over there. No, no, it's Darren Garrahy. No, so I walk over and I see you and bear in mind, people are looking at me and they're also looking at Darren fucking Garrahy because she's standing in the corner. You know what I mean? Trying to, there's like a headlight and she keeps sort of like etching closer to the stage, speaking at very high volumes. Uh, where's Dunners? He's not here. It's the nighttime, Darren. Carlo! They're both at home with their families there. Like, why are you taking you're, swipes? You're able to exist. I'm the swan. You're able to exist outside of this fictional world that is the breakfast show, Darren. They're your colleagues. They both have their own lives and wives and happiness. So I walk over to you and I'm aware that the room is looking at me, which as anybody can attest to, if you have anxiety, okay, if you struggle with anxiety, there is no worse feeling than walking across a room and thinking people are w- looking at you. Yeah. Because all of a sudden you become heightened and like aware of the movement of your upper lip. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, I didn't realize my eyebrows could twitch. This is mental. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm walking over to you and then, yes, I say hi to my cousin. I say hi, hi to Adam, Matt Man, the producer who was also there. And I, I'm like making small talk with them, but keeping one eye on you. And I'm like, why is she giving me this fucking like, medieval Amish treatment where she's got she's shunning me do you know what I mean I'm like wondering why your back is to me so eventually I ever so gently by the way and not in an invasive way I grab you on the wrist and I just go hey how's it going I'm gonna head and then you just go oh hey Jesus you've no reason to be nervous and I was like ah yeah I know how was it and then I just said listen I'm, I'm you didn't really say anything so I was like I'm gonna shoot off because again it wasn't made officially clear on like what business you were there for I had crossed the city on my own in a taxi. It's crossed my, the city. In, this yeah. isn't the last of us, Cro- by the way. Cro- it's O'Connell fucking bridge. Do you know what I mean? So I then cross back over the city on my own. The duration of the taxi, I'm like, of course he's going to text me within this 40 minutes. Not only was there no text, you had sprinted to Bay, i.e. the fucking Dunleary East Pier, which you're so obsessed with. You need to be in one of those documentaries where someone marries the fucking Eiffel Tower or a car or something. Yeah, I need to be Why on TV in general. Finally, people are getting this. Marry the Dun- Dunleary East Pier. Down the end, taking a photo from your meditation spot, which is fine. It's lovely that you do your meditation down there. But on a night where I was coming to meet you, you fuck off to the Dunleary East Pier. So I watched the Insta story. I'm like, what planet is this weirdo on? What did he expect? He's on planet love, my love. End of podcast. No. <laughs> no. Hold on. Hold on a goddamn second, okay? So I'm at home, tearing my hair out, WhatsApping the girls, tail between my legs, back to the girls' WhatsApp to tell them that I've been to the gig. You've barely spoken to me and I've had to come home on my own. The ego of that. Are we listening, guys? Oh, go the on. The actual ego Oh, of let's that. hear your take, Mark. Did you hear what, just like that sentence? I've been to the gig... And he barely spoke a word to me. At his own gig, the perspective is everything here. Okay, go on. And I think it's interesting for people listening to this to repeat what you've just said, to replay that. Rewind back and listen to how you framed it. Think about it like this, right? Yeah. I'm a comedian. I'm not a household name. You come to my show, okay, mm. as a guest. Bear in mind, I, you are this like, you know, you always do that thing where you carry wads of cash around, right? You know the way you do that? You call it the Hansel Gretel. And you just throw fibers out. <laughs> you say it's a way of sticking the finger up to the taxpayer. You know, you sort of go. You call it the Hansel Gretel. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then you call yourself the big bad wolf and you go like this. And you go, thirsty? Who's thirsty? I'm like, no one's thirsty there. And maybe a little bit thirsty. So you come into the Bella Bar, pockets full of fivers, right? This floor length fucking miniskirt. <laughs> a leather jacket that the fans could go swimming in. And I assumed at the very least, you'd send me a text. Hey, thank you for inviting me to your show tonight. No. You did a great job. Thank you. You didn't invite me. Mark, for the 100% discounted free <laughs> fucking ticket. I know that you're desperately trying to keep the wolf from the dough. Okay. I just couldn't believe how we could go from talking as intensely as we were to just nothing. And I knew from, I knew driving home that night and I swear, like, I know you won't believe me, but I knew the moment I got onto Dunleary Pier and I put up an Instagram story, just been like, thank you to everyone who came to the show tonight. And within like two minutes, you'd seen it. And I remember just going, fucking that's gone, isn't it? That's done. Why did you think that? I don't know why. But I was like, that's it. She, she's not going to text me. So should we fast forward a tiny bit? Fast forward to just the Sunday night. Yes. So then, so that I'd been at the gig on the Thursday. And I said, I said to my friends, I was like, either I'll never hear again or I'll get some sort of a watery text on Sunday. Because Sunday's a real vulnerable day where you kind of throw out stuff and see how things will go. Yeah. Fast forward to the Sunday. So Sunday evening, I had gone into my DMs and there was like in the requests folder mm. where you get the random stuff coming in. I had some girls who had been at the show had taken pictures with you and they'd taken pictures with me and then DM me the screenshots going, hilarious, Darren Garrahy was at your show. So I just sent you that screenshot on Sunday night being like, there we go. That's something. It's not too, I'm, pu- I'm not putting myself out there too much, yeah. but it's an invitation to get the conversation going. I did that. And you fucking smoked me. (laughs) Yeah. So I opened it, saw it, and I just went, no. A screenshot. You didn't put any text with it or anything. And I just went, try harder. Like, no, good luck. You burnt me. Yeah, I didn't work back. I blue ticked you. You blue ticked me and you, that was it. Yeah. For 10 days. Total silence. Didn't watch your stories. You didn't text me. I didn't text you. And then a couple of days later, I got a call from someone we both know. (laughs) Yeah, cliffhanger. Little bit of cliffhanger. Massive cliffhanger. Like, and I'm like, like, who could it be? We had to go hard for the first episode, buddy. Person that you both know. Is it Michael Bublé? Is it Michal Martin? <laughs> I mean, I just. Oh, is it Mattress Mick? It could be Mattress Mick. It could be anyone. could be anyone. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get back to it next week. Mark will be back and we'll let you decide. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Theron and Friends with me, Theron Garrahy, in the company of Pamela Joyce, Queen, and Mark Megan. Very special friend. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please help us to let people know about the podcast. Get subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is produced by Chemistry Media and Collaborative Studios. And this season of Theron and Friends is brought to you by FNF Fashion at Tesco. Listener.